Hi, hello, good morning if you're listening to this during the morning, good afternoon, good evening. If it's just if you're listening to this at night, um, I hope that your day went well. I hope that you're having an amazing night. Um, yeah, so episode five, we're here, we're back. I missed a week. Um, I haven't pushed out as much content on the Instagram page as well, and I will get into why, um, but I think I'm going to switch up a few things. I think that I am going to create some new artwork for my cover, um, for the podcast's cover, Ready Reset. I just, I don't know, I'm feeling like I need a change, um, and we want to be spicy, we want to mix stuff up, so that's something that I'm going to do, and I have also been thinking about changing the amount of content that's pushed out each week, possibly doing it bi-weekly just so that I'm not overwhelming myself um, and forcing myself to produce when I don't feel like whatever I create is going to be the best and I'm not going to be proud of it. And I've talked about this before, like I want to create content and put out stuff that I'm happy about even if four people are listening to it or whatever the case may be, that doesn't matter because this is for me. Uh, And so, yeah, I just, I want to create things that, like I said, I'm, I'm proud of. And if that means cutting back from, you know, weekly to bi-weekly or whatever the case may be, things just have to be done so that... I am happy with whatever I do. I hope that makes sense. I feel like I kind of went on a ramble there, but it's okay. So yeah, I think that might be something that we switch up along with the whole cover art thing. And, you know, we'll see. We'll fill it out. We'll figure it out. Again, chaotic consistency. Talked about that before. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just know that I love to talk. Um, a lot goes on in you know this head of mine and I think that a way that I cope with a lot of stuff is to write and to talk about it and um let it go in whatever creative way that I possibly can and I started um video journaling and also voice memo journaling back in December because of something that happened. Um, I went through just this not-so-great situation. Um, And I had to say goodbye to someone. And I got advice from a friend to spend two weeks just recording my thoughts and my feelings each day and looking back on it after those two weeks and constantly going back to it to remind myself of what I was able to get through and um yeah so anyway yeah that's where we are now uh and I don't think I really have a clear vision of what this episode is going to be about I feel like this week specifically or the past few weeks has been centered around self-care and dealing with certain emotions that come from 
everyday life changes, events, so on and so forth. So maybe that is the direction that this episode is going to go in. I wrote down a few things in my journal to talk about. And so, you know, we'll just go from there. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. One thing I do want to share is that I finished a journal this week. I was able to put a period after my last sentence on the last page of a journal that I've been writing in for a minute. And there's something about finishing a journal that just, oh, I don't know, like scratches that itch, hits that spot. I don't know how to explain it. Like I really did that. I really wrote on all of those pages and expressed my feelings, wrote down my deepest, darkest thoughts and it's like it's sad like it's a happy sad feeling because I've been carrying this journal around with me every single day it knows more about me than some of my closest friends um things that I probably will never share with another human has been written down on that journal's pages And it's just, it's a bittersweet moment because I now have the opportunity to start a new journal and write down new memories and create new affirmations and um, express new feelings. And I'm coming into this new journal with a different mindset. I'm a new person, you know, like I'm, I'm different in the way that I think and process my feelings and stuff. But it's sad because I got to let that journal go. Like, I can't open it up and write on it anymore because there's no space. Uh, So, I don't know. Like, that chapter's closed and we're going to open a new one. And, yeah. So, like I said, bittersweet moment. But I'm super excited that I was able to finish that journal. It makes me so happy to finish journals and, like, read back on them and see how much I've changed and laugh at some of the stuff I used to stress myself about because I had no business pulling out my hair over x y and z over nonsense or just things that don't matter in the grand scheme of everything um like I I was stressed about it for (laughs) five minutes and you know five days later it's not even important So it's just funny to look back and see how much you've grown, how much you've changed. Look back on the different events that might have taken place in your life, whether they're happy or, you know, traumatic, sad, whatever it is. Um, It's it's just great to take a dive into the past sometimes and use it so that it's not a negative dive in the past. It's not something that's harmful. It's more of you looking back to reflect and be appreciative of what you've been through, where you've gone, how much you've grown, and how much you've, you know, changed and developed. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, I ended, I finished a journal this week, not this week, I finished a journal, um, I want to say maybe two, three weeks ago, I don't remember. But I'm starting a new one, and I'm excited. The first thing I actually wrote in my new journal was that I am sad to be finishing one, but I'm happy to be able to 
write on a new page, a new clean page, a new book that hasn't been written in, and create memories that are, well, write down memories and emotions and stuff that are new. And yeah, that's my that's my plan for this journal. I want this to, these pages to be filled with happier memories. And I guess that kind of ties into the whole self-care thing. Um, like I said, I've been seeing a lot of content. Um, content about, you know, self-care and yeah. As much as we talk about self-care and as much as you know, we read about it and hear about it. I feel like sometimes it's it's like a in in one ear out the other situation. Um, and I know that I've fallen victim to not taking self care as seriously as I as I should. And like I mentioned, journaling that's a part of self care. I talk about journaling every single episode because I am such an advocate for it. I'm heavily push journaling for every male female whatever kid baby journal just write down every thought every emotion every whatever it's great to just get that out especially when you don't want to overwhelm friends that you've found um to not only be trustworthy but friends you you're able to be vulnerable with and friends that have allowed you to feel safe with, um, yeah, we we they're they're there for a reason, but we also don't want to overwhelm them and, you know, stress them out with our issues sometimes, and it's it's hard to not cross that line. Like it's so easy to go to your best friend and just kind of trauma dump on them, um, but there are ways to do that in a respectful manner, but. I, I think I also touched on that last episode, so we won't go into that too much. But self-care from the inside out is so important. And, you know, opt- reversing it and doing from the outside in is also great too. But starting from the inside out can definitely reap great benefits. And so on the top of my list under <laughs> self-care and big text, this is journaling uh, reading. Even if you don't heavy read like me or, or, or other people, um, doing a bit of light reading, you know, reading for 15 minutes every day or, you know, opening up a book and make it, like making it a goal to read a chapter that day or whatever it is. Um, reading can be very beneficial. It allows you to focus on what's in front of you and not let all of those thoughts just kind of crowd your brain at once. It's it's a it's a healthy distraction. Reading, journaling, all of these things I think are healthy distractions and healthy ways to cope with feeling sad, feeling depressed, feeling anxious, lonely, all of that. Um finding out what makes you happy, listening to your body and letting it tell you, okay, Chelsea, this lets me release those happy hormones like serotonin overload when I do this. I need more of this. I want more of this. So allowing your body to tell you that and actually list, like actively listening to it 
if you are happiest, you know, outside, spend some time outside. If you're happiest when you, you know, pick up your guitar (laughs) after two months of not practicing me, and, you know, you spend hours just, like, sitting on your bed, sitting outside, sitting on the porch, wherever you are, just, like, practicing until, you know, your finger, this sounds terrible, but until your fingertips, like, turn blue and they hurt. Like, if that's a way that you find happiness, then do that. Um, if you find happiness in painting, uh, you know, watching a TV show, whatever it is, not too much media. We'll talk about media, consu- media consumption in a bit. But um, anyway, if you find happiness in, you know, watching The Blacklist or whatever, just give yourself time to do that uh let's see eating 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 self-care is eating regular meals if you're anything like me you will get so overwhelmed and stressed that hunger is not hunger who is she I do not (laughs) sorry to that man I don't know you like I have got it's been bad uh it's been, I've gotten to the point where, um, like, I've gone days without eating, and the thought of eating never crossed my mind, and I also never felt hungry. Don't do that. Not healthy. Your body is not loving you when you do that. So, you know, sometimes you have to force yourself to eat that little snack or, you know, cook a meal and, and actually consume it, but... Eating is a form of self-care. Eating balanced meals, eating three times a day, um, eating smaller meals more than three times a day, uh, whatever it is, whatever you think that you should do for yourself. Making sure that you're putting that nutrients, that you're giving your body what it needs to feel energized and actually work so that you can function is really important. Um, also, I've been, I read Notes, excuse me, on a Nervous Planet by Matt Haig. I hope I said his last name properly, but it was recommended to me by one of my friends, and I finally read it. It was in this group of books I ordered online. I spent way too much money on them, and I ordered it a, a while ago, but I was trying to make my way down the list of books that I ordered. Anyway, finally got to this book, Notes on a Nervous Planet. By Mr. Matt Haig. Uh, and great. It's categorized as a self-help book. And I was talking to someone about, you know, reading. And I was giving them book recommendations. And I mentioned that I don't necessarily like the genre name of self-help. But I think that's just because of the negative connotations that kind of follow self-help. I feel like when you think of self-help, you're... I don't know, like, I just don't get, I don't feel, like, positively about the word self-help. I can't explain it. But anyway, it's categorized as a self-help book. It's, it feels like a journal, and I think that's why I like it so much. It's about coping with stress and anxiety in such a digital, stressful, like, overwhelming world, and 
it's in different sections and like each section is geared like each section has a topic and so all of the different notes or rambles or whatever is generated around that topic so it's it's cohesive but it's like a messy cohesive um chaotic cohesive if you will uh alliteration anyway uh and I really enjoyed it it was just about you know caring for yourself in this digital age in a society that's all about social media you know phone usage has been increased um and just finding ways to healthily cope with emotions and so one of the things that he mentioned that I've been trying to practice is limiting my blue light exposure at nighttime but also not sleeping by my phone like yes I might put my phone on D&D or um, flip it over cut it off at like 10 o'clock or whatever but I still sit it by my nightstand like on my nightstand and getting into the habit of you know putting your phone in another room if you can or you know keep it in your room but put it on your dresser that might be far away or put it on your bookshelf or you know in your book bag or your laptop bag or whatever um just not sleeping by your phone can definitely increase the amount of sleep that you get at night and another thing when it comes to self-care from the inside out getting an adequate amount of sleep is so important especially when you're working like for me I've noticed that um, when I when I don't sleep at night or get enough sleep at night, I wake up. I'm not only groggy and just not in the best mood, but I can't give my kids the energy and like create a proper learning environment that they deserve if I'm not 100% myself and I haven't allowed myself to rest and become uh, like re-energize and recuperate so yeah adequate amounts of sleep super important and let's see where else do we want to go with this um I guess when it comes to self-care sometimes you have to self-isolate to achieve that self-care and you know I'll I'll figure out how I want to talk about this as I go hopefully this makes sense but I'm sure we've all heard the whole like you know you're alone but not lonely type thing and that can be true but I think that if we are alone and we're purposefully self-isolating but we don't do so in a healthy way we tend to start feeling lonely and that's when you know those sad feelings kick in and we start feeling a little more depressed because we're like okay I am alone by myself but I'm also not communicating with my friends or the outside world and it is on purpose but I've gotten to a point where it's hurting me more than benefiting me and I think ways to, I guess, help, like self-isolate in a healthy way is to openly communicate with your friends and tell them that 
that's the space that you are kind of in right now and you kind of need to take that time to be by yourself and isolate so that you they don't feel like they're being iced out for you know a random reason and you don't feel like you're isolating and not connecting but even if like when you come out of that self-isolation you can't connect I hope that made sense if it didn't so sorry um so yeah openly communicating realizing that you're alone but not you're not by like you still have yourself to listen to and that ties back into you know finding out what makes you happy taking that time of like solitude to focus on yourself again healthy ways to self-isolate also include eating regular meals Taking that time away from whatever it is to focus on something new. You know, you might want to start exercising. And so using that time where you're by yourself or you don't have all of these distractions gives you more time to focus, like I said, on other stuff like exercising or like journaling or or finding a new hobby, crocheting, playing your guitar more, whatever. Um, And avoid the overconsumption of social media. I have been trying to go on this media fast. It hasn't been, like, I haven't been that successful, and I'm trying not to beat myself up, trying not to beat myself up over it. And I mentioned this at the beginning of this episode. Part of why I haven't been posting or, like, producing as much content as I have in the past is because I'm trying to take a break from social media but then I also feel obligated to do such so it's just this weird like push and pull don't really know what to do type thing that we're in but I will say that I've limited my time on social media and sometimes you gotta take small steps create small goals that are what is that thing I'm realistic Ah, what is the goal? Like, realistic, achievable, something else. I don't remember, but, like, we learned it in school. I Smart goals? I think that's what it was. It doesn't start with realistic. It's, like, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and, like, timely or something like that. Um, Like, be clear on what you want to do. Make sure that... It can, like, it's quantifiable or, like, whatever. I don't remember. I we, I learned this in school. Um, yeah, and it's timely. Anyway, so, yes. Uh, creating those SMART goals and, like, starting small. So I was like, okay, for a month I'm going to be off social media. I lasted a day. Next day came around. End of day when I got home opened Instagram and was like, dang it, I broke it. I broke my fast. I was like, ah, Chelsea, do better. And I stayed on Instagram for like an hour after that. And I texted my friend. I was like, dude, I literally just broke my Instagram fast and I'm so upset with myself. And then next day came, you know, stayed off for basically all of the day, opened it up when I got home um, and beat myself up again over it. And I just realized that that's okay. Like, it's okay. 
because I was able to limit my time on the app prior to opening it. Like, I hadn't been on the app all day, and I spent an hour out of the day, you know, doing whatever, whether it was, like, messaging people or, like, looking up funny video, whatever it was. Um, And so I celebrated that small moment, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to push myself and be even more mentally um, strong to last longer than a day or two days or a week and make it to that one month of not being on social media. I'm going to get there slowly, but surely. Um, But yes, avoid media consumption. Uh, Back to the book I mentioned. He, Matt... He, I mean, Matt, he spoke about how, you know, the news was something that we received twice a day. And now it's like a 24 hour thing. Like it's, it's news all the time. We open our phones, we get news notifications, like the TV's always on maybe at home and the news is always playing in the background or whatever, like media consumption, getting news reports, like that's a 24 seven 24-hour thing that happens every single day, and it can definitely get overwhelming, and you can get to a point where you're like, this is why I don't watch the news. This is why I keep my notifications off. This is why I stay disconnected, and you start getting into these sad episodes because, like, we live in a crazy world, and some crazy things happen, and what we see on the news affects us. Even if it's not an immediate reaction, it's definitely something that stays with us and can affect us later on. And so back to the point, just avoiding um, media consumption definitely helps or is a part of self-care and also, like, self-isolating but in a healthy way um cutting off that phone taking that break from instagram for a week or two days or whatever it is but it's also important to understand when it comes to self-care and and isolating because you might be in a more depressive episode or you might be feeling high negative emotions um that Feelings of sadness and, like, stress are completely normal just due to all of the life changes and events that go on with us personally, around us, with other people that we care about and love. Um, So accepting that it's okay, it's fine, it's normal, everyone goes through it. And, you know, sometimes feeling depressed feels heavy, but not allowing that heaviness to completely keep you down is really important and knowing that like you know those three steps forward but two steps back is still progress like you still accomplish something and that is great like you have to celebrate that and you have to pat yourself on the back because of that I also mentioned that you know self-care can look like spending time outside it can also look like creating something you're proud of like this podcast for me I this is my form of self-care you know speaking into a microphone and recording content talking about things that you know I might have some sort of grasp on or some some sort of understanding about but also speaking on things that I want to learn about more 
Um, and then putting that out there for other people to listen to. That Like, that's my form of self-care. Another way that I, you know, cope in a healthy way is plants. I consider myself to be a plant mom. I haven't gone as far as naming all of my plants because I kind of, like I'll try, but I'll forget the names the next day and I feel like a terrible mother. So maybe I'll like label my plants until like the containers are in my plant pots until I can memorize the names. Anyway, I consider myself a plant mom. I have, ooh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight plants. Eight plants in total. Um, and technically, I would have more, but that's also a long story. Someone else has some of my plants, um, but we won't get into that. But yeah, plants. Plants keep you busy. Plants are an animal. If you're able to have an animal, um, great. But if you're not, plants, another alternative. Uh, they keep you busy for sure. You have to water them. You have to look after them. I have, each week, I try to clean my plants that have larger leaves, like my fiddle or my pathos or my monstera. Um, even my snake plant, like I will take time out of my day, if that's like a Sunday or whatever self-care day I choose each week, I just take time to clean off my plant leaves and, you know, care for them and love on them. Uh, so, so I don't know. It's just the way that I keep myself busy. I distract myself in a healthy way. Again, healthy distractions, very important. And I'm not overwhelmed by all of my thoughts or just chaos that's around me. And maybe, I don't know if this can be tied together, but I feel like figuring out healthy ways to cope and understanding like the importance of self-care and all of that is some sign of emotional maturity, maybe. And, you know, emotional maturity is literally just having, like, control over your emotions that are, like, appropriate and acceptable when it comes to, like, being socially acceptable. Um, And so, I don't know, I feel like those can kind of be tied together because different ways that you can be emotionally mature and disclaimer I this is still something that I am practicing I don't think that I am the most emotional mature person um but I'm working on it and like I'm much more mature than I was say you know six months ago a year ago two years ago but there's still things that I need to work on like I'll do something or say something and immediately after I'm like Immediately no. Immediately no. Anyway, uh, sorry for all of the TikTok references. Please ignore me. I am on my app way too much. Anyway, um, I'll think back and I'm like, Chelsea, you did not have to say that. You did not have to do that. There was a better way of handling it. So yeah, we all make mistakes. We're all working on being more emotionally immature beings. But you know, ways to be emotionally mature are thoroughly 
processing your emotions and allowing yourself that time to understand them. And I I don't know. I feel like I was in a situation once where I would be like, okay, you know, we're having this disagreement. I don't like what you're saying. I don't agree with you. Yada, yada, yada. I'm going to take this time to figure out how I'm feeling, process, there's that word again, my emotions, and then come back to you. Um, I would openly communicate that sometimes or, you know, sometimes something would happen and I wouldn't say anything, but, you know, like two days later, I'd bring it up and be like, okay, hey, this bothered me. Um, I don't like when you do this in our like relationship or whatever. And that don't don't take being able to do that for granted. You know, sometimes you have to give yourself a day or two or a week or whatever to understand your emotions, understand what you're feeling, put a label on it, be able to express your feelings in a clear, precise, like, manner so that it's, it's easily decoded. It's easily encoded and decoded. Um, that's also important. Not just saying, oh, I feel weird or I feel sad. I feel I was confused by what you said and so that made me sadder you know whatever just being able to label your emotions is also important but giving yourself that time to process your emotions um giving yourself time to observe rather than react or observe before you react um Allowing yourself to recover from certain disappointments and become more resilient is also very important. It's hard, or I mean, it's not hard. It's very easy to get wrapped up in um, disappointing outcome situations, feeling like you failed, but allowing yourself to grow even more because of it and allowing yourself to recover like I said from those more disappointing situations can definitely aid you in becoming a more emotionally mature human being um following through and not blaming others for mistakes like don't play the blame take responsibility for whatever it is that you said and did and learn from it learn from your mistakes and try your hard to not repeat them um setting healthy boundaries can also prove that you're becoming a more emotionally mature person and and can also show you that other people are on the track of being more emotionally mature understanding what triggers you and intentionally staying away from them. If there's a person that you used to speak to that just generates these negative emotions, these negative thoughts, reminds you of memories that aren't great or positive, knowing that you need to stay away from that and actively staying away from that is okay. Um, You know, sometimes you have to cut off people or 
kind of remove people not in not because there's you know bad blood or there's hate or whatever it's just that me being around you or me seeing you makes me think of another person it makes me think of x y and z and so I know that my mental health is important and I know that my mental stability is also very important so unfortunately I have to kind of let go and love you from a distance and like maybe that'll change in the future but presently as of right now knowing your triggers and removing them is very important and again can aid in that emotional maturity so I think understanding all of that um, and knowing like I said before that you are not the only person that might be suffering with this in this moment specifically and I'm, I'm mentioning that because I was talking to a friend I was catching up and she was just like I, well, we both kind of at the same time were like, hey, so I'm I'm getting out of this sad episode, this depressive, like feeling really anxious and down and not 100% myself. Like I'm, I'm finally getting out of that. And I wanted to check in on you and say hi, because we haven't spoken in a long time. And we both said basically the same thing at the same time. And I just thought that was so funny because it reminded me that I'm I'm not the only person that's feeling these emotions, that's feeling this way, that's feeling a little sad or down, that's in kind of like this weird phase right now. And sometimes it might feel like that because maybe we're all kind of self-isolating at the same time, but as long as we do so in healthy ways, that allows us to be, like I, I mentioned, more emotionally mature, be more communicative, um, open up more, and still be vulnerable. At the end of the day, it's going to produce some sort of positive effect or some create some sort of positive reaction. And so just remembering that mental health is, like your mental health is important, Knowing that processing your emotions is important. Knowing that putting labels on how you're feeling helps you in the long run. Um, keeping yourself busy, you know, getting a plant if you need and taking care of it. Um, understanding that self-care can or starts from the inside out taking time to journal and write and read and go outside and experience nature. Um, those are ways that we can keep ourselves going, care for ourselves, love on ourselves in small ways. And we will see, you know, we'll reap the benefits, we'll reap the rewards from that small seed that we decided to plant. And become better for it and be really happy with the positive outcomes that we see and we can also help others in you know in the long run like we can go through certain things and I think that's the beauty of of experiencing certain things and then sharing it with friends because I might be going through this situation right now but two months later a very close friend might be going the same thing and 
I was able to go through it. I got through it. And now I can help someone else in the best possible way that I can. And again, we're all human. So, you know, we don't have all the answers. We don't know what to say all the time. But simply being there and being there to uh, being there with open arms and creating that space so that our friends and loved ones can feel vulnerable and feel safe is super, super important. And that's, I guess, the end of this episode, um, this self-care episode, this episode on ways to be a little more uh, emotionally mature, ways to listen to our bodies more, ways to care for our bodies more. I really hope that in this crazy, crazy world, we all take time to just love on ourselves and care for ourselves. Like, that's really important. And I know I've been stressing this and saying kind of the same thing over and over again, but you feel so much better after you've taken the time to put energy back into yourself. I just feel 1000% more efficient afterwards and like I can tackle the world and, and complete all of my goals and stuff. So that's, again, like I said, the end of the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming to listen to me talk about stuff again. <laughs> um, my songs that I think I'm going to give you guys for this episode, it, it's probably Pretty Girl High by Umi and maybe Skydive 2 by Westside. Everything's for sale. I love that album so much. Uh, I, yeah, I just have like a deep connection with that album. I'm not going to go into why, but very much so attached to that album. But yeah, those are my two songs. Check those out. Also, if, I don't know, you guys have songs that you want to share with me, Ready Resets, DMs and stuff are always open. Um, and that's for anything, any sort of topics that you want to hear about, anything, any thoughts that you might have had on the episode, definitely reach out and share those if you would like to, if your heart so desires to. And again, thanks for joining. Don't forget to restart, reclaim, realign, reignite, and reset. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day, a wonderful night. I hope that your week is amazing and yeah sending sending lots and lots of love